You can be the biggest, juiciest, plumpest peach, and there'll still be some guy that doesn't like peaches. Hi, I'm Adam Spencer, and welcome to Day One, the show that goes back to the very beginning to share the untold stories of incredible regional startups and entrepreneurs. Today, you're going to hear the story of Cake Server and Jade Ryan. So I'm Jade Ryan. I am the CEO of Cake Server. Jade blew me away. Jade went to university to study structural engineering, became a structural engineer, started and built a side hustle while working full-time, is a mother of two young children, and then, while on maternity leave, went through the accelerator program ICON, offered by Slingshot in partnership with the University of Newcastle, and started a company called Cake Server. We'll get deeper into Jade's and Cake Server's story, but for now, let's go back to day one, where this story begins. I did engineering, and uh, so it's sort of funny that when I was growing up, you couldn't be a girl in my family. It was like considered a bit bad to be a girl. So that really ground me. So I tried to cut off all things that were girly, anything. And it wasn't until I sort of grew up and realised that I could, you know, I, just because I was a girl doesn't mean I'm not accomplished and smart and all this sort of stuff. And liking things like decorating or art or whatever wasn't weak. You're, you're in the, you're in the um, kitchen with your apron on. Yeah. It was actually, you know, very rewarding and hard to do. And if everyone could do it, we wouldn't have cake racks. <laughs> or nail it. Yeah. So I yeah. So it wasn't until I sort of grew up and didn't try and be things that I wasn't yeah. that I realised I could be you know accomplish engineer and also um, enjoy making cakes. My cake business didn't start until um, a couple of years ago. Jade went on a business trip to Perth with her structural engineer hat on for a project with the company that she works for. It was to be for a couple of months, which meant leaving her family behind. And because of that, Jade found herself with some free time. And what else do you do with downtime but sink it into YouTube? And that is where Jade learned all about cakers. Caker. This is a cake decorator. My um, sister-in-law, her 30th birthday was coming up, so... I said, I like. I want to make this cake, so I went out and bought all this, like all this frosting and stuff, and I didn't want to spend the money on a on an electric mixer, so I got a hand mixer. And when I was doing the buttercream, it burned out in like five minutes, and like was smoke everywhere. So I got a hand crank one that I happened to have in my cupboard, and my brother and my husband were both like hand cranking this hard butter, and I didn't know what I was doing. So from there, I did it, and it looked pretty good and I was pretty proud of it so it just started building from there and then I started getting people going hey can you do my birthday cake when it stopped being friends and started being friends of friends I'm like well I'm gonna have to be a bit serious about this and um yeah started doing cakes for people so it isn't hard to imagine that this interest this love of caking or cake decorating would be the seed that would turn into cake server Jade started to get more serious about this and You know, you're getting serious when you move from birthday cakes for friends to wedding cakes. Oh boy, that's a whole other ball game. I was able to do that and make some wedding cake and whatnot for people. But as I mentioned, things were getting serious. Jade had been working full-time as an engineer and growing her side hustle for... Um, Five years. Five years. Mm -hmm. Was it a full-time business? Oh no, I still worked full-time as an engineer. And did you have... 
kids at this point? Yes. Jade was working her ass off. Where did she find time to do all of this cake decorating? Basically after work until 10 o'clock at night. Really? Yeah, you'd, you'd rent it out in the afternoon until 10 o'clock at night, then get up early the next morning, you know, cake through until someone yeah. picked up the cake or had to drop it off. So Jade has been doing this for some time, over five years in fact, and in startup land people talk about domain experience or expertise. That is understanding the market you operate in and Jade had developed that over time and had become acutely aware through her own experience too of a problem that needed a solution in the industry. The idea came from... So when I was doing my Clever Girl Cakes, um, people were having trouble with the costing. A lot of people have trouble with the price shock of, wait, how much is this going to cost me? Um, so I was trying to work out a way of, without having to explain to every customer, like the prices of cake, you know, and they'd ask me a lot of questions and I'd come back to them with different prices, which is fair enough, everyone knows, but they started feeling a little uncomfortable and I was you know, spending a lot of time quoting and requoting, and that's just where profits go to die because I don't get to charge for the the re-drawing um, up of designs and stuff. That's all just nowhere money and I think it's a it's a problem that a lot of cakers have is that they get they do a lot of quoting online and people hear the price and then they disappear and it's still taking them time to do that and to interact with that and that's you know just part of life it's like every everyone that does a quoting business part of life but it's also the part of life that you know how many quotes do I have to do before I get actual jobs out of it the idea or problem is now firmly in Jade's mind and her husband Greg Ryan who is also one of the co-founders of Cake Server the idea is there now it's time for the fun part the fuzzy part the ideation phase figuring out what the solution is, and is it even possible to build a business out of this? So it was actually on a trip down to Cooma, where my in-laws live, and we were driving along trying to keep each other awake. Me and my husband were talking about ways of being able to automate it and get it online. It sort of started with an Excel spreadsheet that I could just change things. And then my husband's like, oh, we can automate it, and we can do it all online, and we can use... You know, we can use 3D technology, and, we, and he was he was really keen on it. Like, dude, I'm doing like three cakes max a week. You can't do and this is going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. You can't do this. He's like, no, no, it'll be all right. We can do this. And they are. Oh, I really think this is a lot more into it than you think. And um, you know, it might have just been driving for six hours that had got us to this point. But about a week later, I I turned up around to him and said. What if we did it for everybody? He's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, what if instead of just for me, we set it up so everyone, all the cakers could use this and we could, we could set it up and that way maybe for spending that money, it could help. I mean, how long would it take before it became a, um, a repay itself? Yeah. For me, it would take years. But for if we had everybody, it wouldn't you know, it would start being useful almost straight away. They're onto something good here, but neither Jade or Greg have the technical expertise to build the platform that they had begun to envision. And then we got all our information together and we went to Ben, our friend, and we pitched to him because we knew that we were going to need someone who knew how to do websites. Introducing Ben Norman, Cake Server's technical co-founder. Ben's our IT guy. Yeah. He's, um, 
he, he works in creative industries. He's done, he's won awards for app design and wow. stuff. So we're like, well, we've been friends with him for 10 years. So we, we pitched to him and uh, come up with the idea and he made some cupcakes, got it all, you know, did a proper pitch yeah. with the slideshow and everything. And um, he came back to us a week later and said, okay, well, let's have a look at a co-founder agreement. His sister's a lawyer, so she had a look at it and we all agreed. The A-team is now together, Jade, Greg and Ben. Things were moving steadily along, but perhaps not as fast as the founders would have liked. Greg, who works for the University of Newcastle, had heard about this thing called Slingshot, but before that chapter in this story begins, something much more important happened. The team, who were just taking it nice and slowly, got an injection of support from their friends at the Newcastle University's Integrated Innovation Network, Siobhan, Curran and Richard Berry. Yeah, it lit a firecracker up our ass. I guess we were sort of taking it slow, doing, you know, getting things as we were going. And we plan on doing a let's get this completely, you know, as we want it. And when we were there, they were like, sometimes you just need to get it close enough and go forward and get things out there because you don't build word of mouth by just talking about it. Some people, you need to see it to believe it. Yeah. And, yeah, so that really sort of pushed us forward and, like, we weren't expecting to get where we were for another six months. (laughs) With the support from the team at the I2N, the Cake Server team pushed onward with their idea and the next step was giving their 2B business another boost. Initially, Greg was only looking for funding opportunities and that's where Slingshot enters the picture. I think Greg um, was looking up um, ways of us to get funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was looking up different ideas. He'd also heard about it the year before. Okay. So it was something he knew about from the year before, so he thought we'd have a, have a go. This is Grayson, um, my eighth-month-old baby. He joined me in I2N when we were doing the Slingshot program. That's perfect. He said hi. <laughs> He knows when he's being talked about. We didn't think we'd get into Slingshot, okay. to be honest. It was sort of a, um, a suck it and see situation. We thought, you know what, it's an idea, let's let's go for it. And, yeah, we sort of we went in. Um, Siobhan actually held Grey while we went in and did the pitch because <laughs> he was only seven weeks old at that stage. Yeah. And we went in and Greg, Greg got up and did the pitch. And, yeah, two weeks later, we were in Slingshot. What was that experience like for you? Intense. <laughs> so very, very intense. Our 10-week program, we got lucky this year. They, they decided to squish it all into 10 weeks instead of 12. I really feel like it crammed probably a year or two of us learning on our own mm-hmm. into that 10 weeks. Right. It was a really supportive group. Um, and just being with other... Yeah, like startups, we sort of see the good things they were doing and also the bad things they were doing yeah. and we're able to either, you know, sort of have a look at investing in some of the things that they were doing. No, it was um, it was a big push for the end because we wanted to be on demo night. We wanted to be able to show people what we could do. CakeServer is live now. The website is up, but there is still a lot of work to do. It is really early days for the CakeServer team. Uh, it's only been up since like uh, the 18th of December. I really think it is trust and that we're doing the right thing by our bakers. We're doing the right thing by our customers. 
and that there is that we you know know what we're doing I guess it's mm -hmm. yeah. it's sort of a bit of a pitfall um, whenever you go automated people forget that there's a person on the other side of it um, but that's also good for like I I've talked to other like people that have bought cakes where they've gotten the price and they've gone oh I, I feel bad about saying no mm -hmm. even though I, I really can't afford it and so I'm giving them that option to to be able to change their mind it's important it's important that they are able to see the cost of it there is a very good chance that we're being um, cost compared yeah. because of it and good if we start being the place that people go to to see what a cake will cost to then like be um, used as a as a standard It'd be better if they were using our site, but if it starts this way, yeah. then we're still building that level of uh, standard. We're becoming yeah. the cake the cake server standard, and then it goes from there. Jay just alluded to the larger mission cake server has and the bigger why. The reason they exist beyond providing the specific service their platform offers, which gives them a power that a lot of businesses miss the mark on. So basically you're saying that all these people that are on your platform need to have all of these things. It's almost like, you know, it's the cake service seal of approval. So consumers, you know, yeah. there's more trust there between the consumer and the... That's what we're trying to develop. And I guess uh, it got put um, very well by someone. We're trying to professionalise a cottage industry. We're trying to make this um, industry where there's all these small players, everyone's like they're usually sole traders. Um, they've got their own business. It's it's their little baby. There's not like if you think wedding cakes or birthday cakes. There's no one that sort of like in America you've got your base bake boss and and um, whatnot. But in Australia there's not too many. This is the person to go to, or there's not a big chain that you say yes. That's where I get my birthday cake from. It's actually all very small suppliers, and people, even on the other side of things, the consumers, they are wondering, you know, who do I go to to get a good cake? Am I getting ripped off? Because they, you know, I didn't know how much cakes cost until I started making them. Yeah. You're like, oh, geez, you know, what, why does this cost so much? Are they trying to rip me off? And they don't know that. But I feel that we've um, are currently doing a survey for um, all the, so we put it out to people in the um, in Australia, all the cakers, to help us with cake pricing. So we're finding there's a lot of divide between regional and the city pricings. Mm -hmm. So we've sent it out and we're collecting, we're still collecting data now to just basically get, um, try and make sure that we're on the right path for the cost of cakes. I know that for Newcastle, I'm like within 5% of costing. Yep. But with like the difference between that and Sydney and Tamworth is crazy. So we're doing um, we're basically geo pricing to make sure that we're we know what people who are professional are charging to give the consumer a bit more um, confidence that we're not just here's a number out of thin air. We've, there's actually a, a basis for what we've done. Cake server is on the right track, but they have come up against some pushback from the industry, which could be just another sign that they're on the right track. Well, there's some misgivings about it. Some people think, because I'm putting a estimate price up there, mm -hmm. 
Um, so with Cakers, you've got everyone from self-taught home bakers to people who have gone to France and done pastry chefing and have been, you know, professionally taught. So you've got a range. And the people that have, you know, made their entire career and they're a five-star chef and everything, they have a reputation and a name to be able to charge a lot more. And they should. They've got, you know, yeah. people come to them and yeah. ask them to make cakes. Yeah. People that are sort of, you know, just sort of starting out, a lot of people have trouble justifying their prices, especially when you can go to, like, a super supermarket and be like, oh, I can buy a $7 cake. Yeah. And I have said before to someone who's like, oh, I can get it from... It's like I don't care. I don't care what it is. I'm like, oh, well then, you know, I can just go to Bullworths and pick you up something. He's like, no, 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 I don't. I, you know, I'd like it to be something nice. It's like, okay, so you do care what it is. Okay, cool. And I thought that was might have been a bit cheeky, but it was like people do care what what they're getting, and they do want a quality product. They don't want to go to a big chain, especially for something special like their wedding. Yeah. The reason why people get upset about it is because they're worried that. By me putting a price up there, people will underbid mm. and try and cut each other out mm. and basically make everyone work for nothing. So with the way I've done it is we've made it so that way people can't underprice less than 20%. Um, we've done it uh, based on a, a livable wage. All, all, all my pricing is basically done on a livable wage. What does the future look like for cake server? Oh, the future. Well, first of all, we're putting unicorn cakes up there. So um, from that whole, the kids really love it. Um, sort of looking at um, going into birthday cakes. Just to sort of tap into that market, basically people might be willing to try for birthday cake before they try for their wedding cake. Uh-huh. But this this sort of technology, once we get it up and running, um, we can, you know, apply it to so many different things. Mm-hmm. Like build build it online and get it built. Now there are people that are doing it with three D printing. Not this building. More you have your own stuff to do it. But the, we really wanted to sort of do that with going to three D printing and also um, advanced manufacturing. Right. So we have talked to um, some people in the advanced manufacturing industry regarding so it was sort of sort of a little dip a toe situation where you've got um, cake toppers so you get like words and everything scribed out in an acrylic I asked Jade what advice would she have given to her past self knowing what she knows now should have come up with this idea before you decide to have a second kid <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I guess what I would say is spend more on daycare. Um, we don't have a lot of family up this way, so Gray was with me the whole time, um, and Rory was with me every other day. So we ended up getting one day in daycare just so I could do all the things that we needed to do yeah. and still somewhat get some sleep. <laughs> but I'd probably look at getting more daycare and asking for more help. And just to finish off this episode, at the beginning of the show, Jade shared a quote about plump peaches, and I absolutely love the quote. So here it is in full, the audio grab for you. I think we as founders really need to remember this, basically that you can't win 
every battle and not everyone is going to believe in you and your idea. That doesn't mean give up though. That means find another way. It's actually by Vita Von Tees. It's you can be the biggest, juiciest, plumpest peach and there'll still be some guy that doesn't like peaches. So it's with cakes over, a lot of people have been, uh, cake, cakers have been really adamant that they don't like the idea. Yeah. And some have been, yes. It's like, we are not going to appeal to everyone and we've got to accept that and it's not a dig at us. It's just, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You've got to sort of hold on to that because you can sometimes get disheartened when people don't like your idea or yeah. don't like anything about you and you're like, okay, well, that happens sometimes. Thank you for listening to the story of Cake, Server and Jade Ryan. I hope you enjoyed it. Everything that was mentioned in the episode today is on the show notes page on welcometoday1.com. Next time on Welcome to Day One, Andrew Mears from Switched In. We are absolutely going to have a much more decentralised energy service. So in the past, we've had these large power stations, you know, a few, relative few. You know, and these are gigawatt scale, yeah. Um, now what we're seeing is the growth of many, many smaller systems. Ratings and reviews help to keep us going and they help more people discover our stories. You can rate the show on most podcast platforms by going to ratedayone.com. That's ratedayone.com to leave a rating on the podcast. And thank you for giving this episode of Welcome to Day One your attention. This episode was created by me, Adam Spencer. Interviews conducted by me, Adam Spencer. And a big thank you to Jade Ryan from Cake Server for taking the time to be involved. And a thank you to Newcastle University's Integrated Innovation Network for partnering with Welcome to Day One. To bring you this story, without partners like these, our small team wouldn't be able to continue to create these episodes for you. The script was written by me, Adam Spencer, music by Lee Rosevere, full attribution on our website at welcometoday1.com. This episode was produced by me, Adam Spencer, and edited by Natalie Holland. Thank you, and see you next time.